get up on this. I'm sorry. Every time. <laughs> Do not ever apologize for that. <laughs> I'm always salt and or pepper. My buddy. Welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. And legit, I don't know if the call recorder was like had a hiccup or not, but for at least two seconds, time was going like way slower. Oh, timey wimey and all that shit. Wobbly wobbly. That's weird. It's it also doesn't want to be in this. It doesn't <laughs> like, want to be silent either. Oh, and that's a thing. Well, wait, no, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. He wants us to talk to each other. That's what it is. It's yeah. like, wait, this isn't right. Why are they talking? <laughs> it's always the hardest ten seconds of my week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I even I took like a sip of my drink and I like closed it and I was like, oh god, it's so loud, but it isn't obviously. But anyway, okay, we're in a mood, guys. We We've are. already talked to each other for like an hour. Buckle up. We've been talking <laughs> for fifty-two minutes. Yeah. So we both have like crazy things going on. So there we go. Should we jump into the holidays first? We should. Um, so I think we should mention National Girls and Women in Sports Day because it's important. Yes. 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 Oh, also because Serena just won the uh, Australian. Uh, open. What is it? What is it? The, the Open. Yes. <laughs> go Serena. Yeah. Versus. Uh, versus Venus. Really? Like they were playing each other. I, I, I believe. In the final game, I, I what you know, I love tennis, but I don't always get to watch it, yeah. um, especially like Australian Open. I don't know. I'm I like Wimbledon and certain other things, but um, uh, yeah, I believe that they were playing each other That's and so that cool. three one again. Each other. God, it's amazing. Those two, I don't even know. Those two. Um, we should also mention Hula in the Kula Day because of how stupid it is. Leslie, please read the okay. thing again. Here we go. Our lovely listeners, because it's so stupid. Yes. If you live in a northern climate, and sometimes even a number of southern climates, this time of year you're likely still in the icy grip of old man winter, unless you live in North Carolina where it's 65 fucking degrees. Oh, jeez. So February is the first day to ditch the cabin fever, at least for the day, because it's hula in the Kula day. No, it's not a My word. My commentary where you dress like you're at the beach and then you get really sick and die because, I don't know about y'all, but the plague is going around my workplace and it's not pretty. Good idea. I haven't been very good about wearing enough clothing lately because everywhere I've lived and gone to work and school has been so hot so that cool. I know I forget and I walk out and it's like 32. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> what is this? I've just been like, it's just been like t-shirt and like flannel and then I have to go into society. I'm like, oh crap, I need oh, no. like five more things at least. And then, but, saving the best today. for last, yes. today is Spunky Old Broads Day. I would like to point out that I got Epsom salt and kitty litter in the mail today. So yeah. I think I'm winning at Spunky yeah. Old Broad's Day. And you already have like a humidifier I and do. other things. I'm like. Sunny's best friend. Yes. Yeah. So you're um, just. Movie recommendation for Spunky Old Broad's Day. Wild Oats. Ah, which you good. and I both recently watched. So cheesy. So like, you know what you're going into when yes. you start one. It's just and, and Charlie McLean. Oh, it was perfect. I want Amazing. Jessica Lange's um, wardrobe from that movie. Oh, so good. Like, not when I grow up, but, like, now. Yeah. It's so, like, it's so just, like, breezy and just, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so good. And 
And uh, if you can't get your hands on that, watch some Golden Girls, which is coming to Hulu. The internet lost Ooh. its mind yes, yes, last yes. week because yep. it's coming to Hulu. I'm excited, even though I have all the DVDs. I'm so excited. But still, yeah. Yeah. So did you have a Sugar Baker moment this week, dear? Oh, wow. For some reason, I thought you were going to talk more <laughs> about yeah. that. Um, okay, I'll go first. I My Sugar Baker moment is that I am graduating a year early. Ah, I don't <laughs> You mean you've known about this the whole time, so I'm it's hard so to excited. like fake excitement for our podcast. <laughs> I'm um, I on Friday night was hanging out with my friend, and I had done and like this is happening where a lot of people are just fed up with the world right now, and also my school has had a pretty rough couple of years yeah. with some political stuff and whatever. And um, I uh, um was thinking I realized because of my hard work last semester that I was at least going to graduate a semester early. They, I, like I could have stayed and done stuff, but I was like, no, nah, I can definitely get out of here early. And my friend was like, wait, how many hours do you have towards? Cause right now I'm getting a master of divinity where I was. And then my friend was like, wait, how many hours do you have to, for just the master's program? Just master of arts because it's fewer hours. And we did the math, is my friend Elizabeth, and I was like, what? And we did the math, and if I changed one of my classes and then just took another one, so it's five classes instead of four this semester, which I can totally do, then I could just go ahead and graduate. But it involves quite a bit of like at least three people need to sign off and like allow me to do things you're not really supposed to do (laughs) in order to do it. And all of them are like, wait, I thought you wanted to be certified as a chaplain. I was like, I do. And as you said, I mean, like when it, and I'm years away from that because just I have to be in the field for a certain amount of hours, literally hours before I can get certified. And I'm years away from that. And by the time I finish, you know, doing as much as I'm supposed to do professionally, I'll deal with it because I'm just at the point now where there's no, there's no point in me just staying in school to take like, I've done all the stuff you have to do. I would just be taking um, like electives to fill up hours. Mm-hmm. And I, I still need to be living in Manhattan for another oh, year to do that. Too much. I really don't. I mean, I'm already in my, I mean, not to say that matters, but I'm, I'm in my 30s. I'm not like these kids that were straight out of undergrad who can just yeah. kind of like stick around and they've never had any jobs and they don't have like debt and they don't know what they're doing. Not all of them, but I'm saying like the ones who like were kind of like, uh, confused maybe <laughs> by my move real quick and I was like no I'm just ready to I'm just chaplaincy is like my thing and I'm ready to go ahead and do it and if I have to deal with the deal with that later then I do you know but um yeah if the opportunity came up and I got to just get and it's weird because it's like it's actually similar to I don't know. When I was first coming here, I was about to say it's similar to when I was coming here because God, I'm talking really loud. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, I'll calm down. Fine. I'm excited. Like my foot is like I'm jiggling. I'm so excited. Um, when I came, was coming here, I was about to say like everything like came together and it was right. But as you know, because you lived with me at the time, that isn't exactly true. <laughs> no, you had to um, fight tooth and nail. I did have to fight tooth and nail. Um, and. Uh, that's kind of this and i think honestly that's how i am like i think that i see the way and i fight for it but because i fight for it things happen to fall into place it's not just like they just naturally do which i really like i really want people to realize when they're like oh things just work out for you and like they also no one thinks that i'm lazy i'm not saying that but i don't think they quite understand like how much effort i put into things working out for me you know um and i also if people believe in like 
divine, you know, like intervention or stuff that like, well, that, that sounds, that's not the right wording for this, but people, some people believe I'm like hashtag blessed or whatever, you know, or these kind of things that like I see ways and I follow them and I'm like, okay, cool. But, um, yeah, it took quite a lot of work and paperwork and this semester is going to be a lot, but no more than last semester <laughs> No more at all. I learned last semester I'm a capable person. I'm just like shocked because if you had told me two years ago that I was going to be done now, I would never have believed you. I, that was like the hardest, the first semester here. Oh my God. I was like dying. <laughs> it's like, I took some of the hardest classes that are offered here, except for my one with Cornell West, which I love. I'm so glad I got to take with brother West. He's my favorite. Brother West. Um, brother West. Uh, and I thought I was just not going to make it so many times. And then I learned that I could make it. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. And this also means that I get to hang out with you all summer. Yes. I graduate. (laughs) Yeah. Originally I was going to be like working as a chaplain and now I'm like, nah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to be like, (laughs) talk about reverting. I'm going to be like living with my parents for the summer because I'm applying to residencies for the, they'll start in August. And unless if I end up in one in North Carolina, then I'll probably go ahead and just move somewhere, you know, but I'll still be in North Carolina, you know? But um, I'm really trying to go out west is the big the biggins. So those are the ones I really want. Yeah, because now that I've been able to come up here, I'm just have my heart all set on like traveling and going. Uh, I don't know. I have more confidence in myself, so I believe I can do more things, and I think that that's going to help me with this. Yeah, so there you go. Sure, thanks. quick moment. No thanks, buddy. <laughs> Graduating a real a, re- a year early. It's pretty damn exciting. That's I don't even care. That's cool. Yeah, and I had to change my manage my uh my degree to do it, but I'm not going to be uh, a pastor. <laughs> I'm not no. I'm not going to be ordained. I'm going to be certified, and if I have to just take some classes later and deal with the shit later, then I do. But um, I don't know. My um my advisor has kind of gotten me in a good place that I'm at the best. I had the best MA possible for getting certified that they could offer here. In fact, she's doing a, a guided reading with me where I'm basically just reading all the chaplaincy books I wanted to read anyway to prepare for career. for life and career, yeah. you know, and I just get to discuss them with her. So, and that was a That's solid cool. that she did for me. Like, she's booked up, but uh, she really believes in me, I guess, and wants me to do this because she was like, you're, she's like, I know that you're a good student and actually a really good writer, which I almost pissed my pants when she said that because I'm famously not um and uh she was like so I don't have to I know I don't have to worry about you like this is going to be a a good uh thing for me to take on so because I'm taking two three classes with her because <laughs> she's like one of the only psych and religion people so there you go now what was your sugar baker moment so as we were talking about before the circle of life um, yes. <laughs> your yes. sugar baker moment is graduating, and my huh? sugar baker moment is applying. Yeah, um, but what means that you are also graduating? I will. Yes, I will finish my program and get my master's degree yes. in December. Yes, I'm going yes. to custom frame my degree with the master's screwdriver from Doctor Who. <laughs> you know how people get it framed with their oh, tassels shit. or whatever? No, screw that. I'm buying a oh, master that's... screwdriver and framing it. You are a genius. I didn't know <laughs> save that for on air because I didn't know. Oh, that's hilarious. Derek Jacoby for life. Um, oh, man. And so today I just submitted my application for a second 
master's program. Look at you, just collecting them like Pokemon. But it's a benefit of my uh, uh, job, whatever, career, whatever you can call it, that we get three classes per year within the UNC system schools. So any UNC school or state school in North Carolina, I can take three classes at any level that I want as long as I'm accepted into the program. And I don't want to get my doctorate because that's bullshit. You got to write a dissertation. You got to talk to people to defend it. Like, no, 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 no. No. That's not how it rolls. Um, so <laughs> I, the master's program that I'm in now, like at the time, I think it was a good decision because it was mm-hmm. like taking advantage of the benefit and learning stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'll get a master's yeah. degree. But it's really just like, it's not going to propel my career. It's not going to do anything other than like, hey, I learned these cool things. So the next one, I'm kind of looking at actually like mm-hmm. maybe starting a new career. Yeah. Being able to afford my mortgage by myself. Things yeah. like that. Hey, there you go. That would be it's nice. In, uh, it's in educational media with a concentration in like online learning. And it's not, they have That's two a- kind of tracks for that. And one of them is the technical side, like, excuse me, like Moodle and Canvas and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But the one that I want is kind of like designing actual curricula and how people learn online versus how they learn in the classroom and all that stuff. And at, personally, I prefer online classes, yeah. in-person classes, because I, yeah. I don't like people. And when there's lots of people, I get really nervous and, yeah. um, with online, you know, working full time, it, it just makes it so much easier. And I'm self-disciplined enough to where, you know, I get everything in when it's due. Yeah. And it's opened up a lot of doors for me. So I want to learn. And it makes you it. actually continue your life. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. So I don't know. I submitted my application. I didn't have to write an essay. Whoop, whoop. I just had to submit my resume. And uh, mm, so excited. one of my professors is going to write me a recommendation. And then mm-hmm. one of my colleagues that I've been working really closely with the last couple of years, and then the head of my department also said she would write a recommendation. So Look at you. We'll see. I'm so excited. I think Thanks. this is great. And honestly, like, even though you, you feel like this current degree didn't, like, propel you, it, it, it really helped you because you hadn't been in school in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's been, like, and, like, six or seven years since I had been in college. a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm proud of. I think it's really hard. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So I'll start in the fall if I get in. Okay. And then I won't finish. Oh wait, you're gonna be doing both? Oh, look yeah, at you. The overlap because that I is those... not unlike you at all. If you don't, if you don't <laughs> like use those classes, you don't get them back. So I need to be taking advantage, if possible, of like <laughs> you don't having get me them not back. pay for these classes. Leslie, I only took like three classes total. Oh, I took like two and a half total while I was there. It's not like I was like, hey, give me back my classes. Give them to <laughs> me. That's my benefit, bitches. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. Uh... So what did we watch this week, buddy? Shit. Um, <laughs> let me go back to where I need oh, to be going. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh... We're already there. Cool. I wasn't prepared to talk about this episode. So I was just going just gonna to listen to you talk. I don't know why. Um, so this week we watched uh, season two, episode 13, which first aired January 4th, 1988. We're back. We're now in the 88s. Hey, hey. This is the first of the of the year 88 um, entitled Great Expectations. And uh, TV Guide says, Anthony is dismayed when an old prison mate arrives with a business proposition, uh, which is played by M.C. Ganey. T. Tommy Reed. T. 
Tommy Reed. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Uh, and I really like MC Gain. Is he considered uh, a character actor? I really don't understand what makes a character actor. When people say that, I'm like, well, what does that mean? Kind of play bit parts and like a bunch of shit. Yeah. And like you're okay. like, oh, that guy from that thing, basically. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, he's been in 168 things. Totally. Character yeah, actor. he's that guy from those things. From those you know, things. like. Yeah. 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 Uh, which oh, I think is magicians. A... I need to watch that. Oh, Sorry. do you? Yeah, I have it in my list too. Some people really like it, and some don't. I saw the it. author speak. At a festival one time. He's what? Pretty cool and nerdy really? and stuff. Yeah. Of the Shit. book, not the show. Yeah. Wait, but isn't the book connected to the show? Isn't oh, that yeah, yeah, talking? yeah. It's like based on oh. the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is in like a lot of stuff. So, and I, man, his hair and He's outfit. He's got the best hair. Oh, real good. Because <laughs> 1988, he has the best hair. Yeah. Uh, so, what happened in this episode? So, we started Sugar Breakers as yeah. per normal. Yep. And Mary Jo's excited because she and JD are taking the kids for a long weekend together. There are mm-hmm. five of them between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And they're not like going anywhere like super fancy. They're just going to stay in a hotel in town, kind of get everybody together, see how it goes. And Suzanne is upset because she didn't know about it. And Mary Jo's like, but so funny. I, was, I, love, I love it. See, <laughs> she's funny about that. She's like, well, yeah. no one ever tells me anything. Why don't I know these yeah. things? And um, so they're going to do, like, the zoo and the art museum and all this other stuff. And Suzanne yeah. says it sounds like a test. Yeah. yeah. That kind of like, freaked me out, that terminology. I was like, oh, God, what? A test of what? Yeah. And uh, Mary Jo's like, what? And she's like, well, JD wants to marry you, right? And she says, well, I mean, we've talked about it. and But that doesn't have anything to do with this weekend. And Suzanne says, well, try telling that to Marvelyn Doyle. Look. I'm going to make a list of all these Southern names. Who? Yeah, I so know. we have kids. We can yeah. name our children very old Southern sophisticated names. Oh and I say we, I mean you, because I'm never having kids. I know. I actually, <laughs> watching this, this this episode, I just heard your voice in my head. No kids. No kids. No kids. This episode yeah. is proof. No kids. Um, yeah. So Charlene says, okay, we give who's Marvelyn Doyle. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says that she was an ex-sorority sister of hers. And it's not really ex, because when you join one of those things, aren't you? You're with them life? forever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a cult. It's a, no, I shouldn't say that. People <laughs> are in sororities. I shouldn't. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I have friends in sororities. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. But it's true. You stay in it for like ever. Yeah, it's a thing. And she says that she was dating one of the Parnell brothers, who is fabulously rich and whose father was killed in a mysterious golfing accident in the Bahamas. I love that. that And that Charlene is stuck on that She's forever. She's like stuck on that for the next five minutes. Um, oh, that's great. So one of the, whichever Parnell brother she was engaged to, took yeah. her and the kids away for the weekend. And when they came home, she was not wearing her engagement ring. Yes. And so rather than, you know, stay in on the story, Charlene says, what's a mysterious golfing accident mean? I know. <laughs> Stuck on it. Suzanne's like, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it is the point, totally. And Mary yeah. Jo explains that this is not a test. Uh, she and JD are not close to getting married. And even if they were, like, he loves her kids. Like, they're fine. Uh-huh. And Charlene continues, I mean, did the car just get away from him? Yeah. <laughs> or did someone hit him in the head with a ball? That's what I was, I was trying to think the same thing, honestly. So yeah, it worked it's for me. More, it's the more that. interesting part of that story, really. Yeah. And Anthony comes in. And 
Anthony, all caps is all I need in my notes. And uh huh, Anthony. Anthony! <laughs> Did I tell you that um in the time that uh, I was in Toronto and Nug was talking about like our uh, podcast that one of the people I met, he was like, "Oh, I always liked that guy. What was his name? Anthony." And like Nug was like, "Oh, they love him." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we do. <laughs> and I was like, we're always like, Anthony! <laughs> yes, Our love is known. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Love. People appreciate it, yeah. So Julia tells him that there's a silk flower arrangement that goes out to Frenetta Coats, and I only make note of that because we have to add Frenetta to our list of Southern sophisticated. Yes! It's a good one. And um, the phone rings, just as Anthony's like, oh, okay, you know, I'll deliver that on my way out, whatever. And it's yeah. T. Tommy Reed. Yeah. And Anthony freaks the fuck out. Yeah. And Suzanne automatically knows who he is, even though everybody else is like, uh, what? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. How do you know this? Uh-huh. Because she says, oh, yeah, he's a convict. Meet this guy in Anthony Selblock. And she's like, oh, well, you pick stuff. You pick things up that are just lying around. No, no, no. I think she said, I'm sorry to uh, correct you, but I think she said you pick things no, up when you're just me. lying here or like oh, when you are just lying around. Because she's literally like, around. she's literally kind of like splayed on like the that couch, like the newspaper, or mag- not a newspaper, a magazine or something. That was what I liked about it. I was like, that would be what I said. That makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And it proves that she's always paying attention. No, don't apologize. Yes. No, but legit. I'm like, come on, guys. She knows what you're She's about. always listening. Yeah. And um, Julia's like, oh, this is the person that you told us all those terrible stories about. Yes. And Mary Jo finishes her sentence during your unfortunate unfortunate incarceration. (laughs) Yes. Anthony takes the phone and pretends he's from the West Indian Embassy. Now. And does a terrible (laughs) Indian accent. Are we offended by this accent? Because. (laughs) It's kind of bad. It's not good. It's kind of weird. And I thought I thought he was going for like I didn't think Indian from this. I thought he was going for like a maybe like Southern African or something. I couldn't really I could not place it if I'm honest. Because it was terrible. Yeah. Um. But he explains that T. Tommy Reed misunderstood. Our girl said uh sugar baka, not sugar bakers. Shut the hell up, sir. Anthony. And he says, <laughs> no. you know, this is a division of the Republic of West India. You must have dialed our main consulate number. Mm-hmm. And then, so after all that, Anthony hangs up the phone and he's like, do you think he bought that? And everyone in a chorus says oh. no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, and no. And he's been dreading this day, you know, that T. Tommy comes out and comes <laughs> looking for him. And Charlene says, is this the inmate who checked out a book on table manners from the prison library and <laughs> stabbed a guy for serving him on the wrong side? I love that they kind of bring it back for us. Yes. <laughs> People who might forget Remind the stories and stuff. of all of the other stuff. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Happened. I just got an email that says, hello, Triangle. Google, Google Fiber has arrived. <gasps> Sign me the fuck up right now. <laughs> right Sign now. Sign us begin today. You better believe You're as soon as I hit stop up. on this recording, I am signing up for Google Fiber. I'm so sorry. I w- I'm sorry. I wish I had better notes so you could just go ahead and do it and I can tell you what happened. <laughs> like, you got this. I did. You got this. I'm going to start I w- right now. Okay. okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I said I would be like, you got this. I'm just going to go. Oh, oh, I thought you were that. actually saying that. I was like, oh, no, Leslie, no. no, you took the notes. This is how we work. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never leave you, my love. Never leave me. Um, For Google Fiber, you might. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, anything to get away from Time Warner. So, oh, God. Um, he, sorry, back to T. Tommy Reed. Here we um, go. So, he's talking about how he also got a book on ballroom dancing after he <laughs> checked out the book on table manners from the prison library. Poster child for libraries right here. 
Well, and that's what Charlene said later. Yeah, later she suggests he do an ad for the ALA, the American Library Association. So after he checked out this book on table manners, he also checked out a book on ballroom dancing and loved it. Pretty soon, everyone had to take a turn with him. And the problem was he only had one record. Mm -hmm. Respect by Aretha Franklin. I mean, it's a good song. You know what I thought about. Yeah, I thought about the same thing. (laughs) All right, we're going to pause again. First, we're talking about Google Fiber. I'm going to tell a story. Yeah. So... Hopefully you guys know Aretha Franklin's respect, guys, gals, gender nonconforming friends. Um, yes. Respect by Aretha Franklin. If you don't, please go to whatever thing you use, YouTube, and listen to it. Or yeah. watch the Blues Brothers. It's an amazing musical. Oh, movie. God, watch the Blues Brothers. <laughs> please. So, you know, she spells Best. it out. Yes. In the middle. <laughs> let me get this. Do you know get... she spells it out? <laughs> I do, but I still don't know the actual lyrics. So I'm gonna look them up right now. Oh, oh lyrics! I Wait. That. So she spells out the song, and then she says, yeah. "What is it?" She actually says, "Take care, TCB," which is taking care of business. Wait, because she spells out respect. Wait. Find out what it means Wait. to me. I think she doesn't sing "Respect" in Blues Brothers. She doesn't. I can. What's the one I know that she at least does. You better think. Oh, that's think right. about what I'm you're trying sorry. to do to me. And I was like, it I don't is, think respect comes in. You were right. Yeah, you're right. But just watch the Blues Brothers anyway. Anyway, still watch it. Uh, it's Aretha. She's amazing. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I'm glad you fixed it. So, God, my brain is actually working. This is weird. I like it. <laughs> weird. So she spells it out. Find out what it means to me. R e s p e c t. Take out T C B. I always thought at thought T C B. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? And then for some reason, I still thought that that spelled rest. It doesn't. Yes. It does not. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's like, like rest. And I was like, what? For hose like, out there, it does not spell that. <laughs> I, I sat there like trying to figure that out. <laughs> because, you know, I learned this song when I was like seven years old. Yeah. It sticks with you. That's so, what happens. And it does. But yeah. So anyway, that's what always comes yeah. to mind whenever we talk about Aretha Franklin's respect. Yeah. Also, yeah. if you get to see her in concert anytime soon, please do it because it's the best thing of my entire life. Oh, of course. Well, that was one of your sugar baker moments. It yeah. was. Um, yeah. So they're talking about, you know, having to dance with T. Tommy Reed and the Aretha album. And Suzanne asks if he's gay. And Anthony's like, no. And then he tells the story about him checking out the, the book. And he mm-hmm. liked to make people twirl around while she sp- spells out the R-E-S-P-E-C-T part. Yeah. And then some of the guys actually got sick and threw up. God. And Julia, in her classic deadpan voice, says, "A oh, wonderful story. Thank you for sharing it." <laughs> and then Charlene says, "Do you think he might come here and force us to dance?" Yeah. And then Suzanne, of course, being you know just done, you know, I don't see why we should have to put up with him. He, this is a, a decorating firm, not a halfway house for convicts. Ooh, These people shit. are always looking yep. you up, Anthony, but they're not though. No, I mean, but I guess there was that time that the other guy looked him up, the the the, uh, the pants king. That's true. What she's probably referring to, I guess. But otherwise, shut up. <laughs> always, people are always looking you. Always, no. And Anthony's like, the guys in prison thought I was easy to talk to. I can't help it if I'm popular. Yeah. And Suzanne says that she doesn't understand why he can't just send him to see someone else. And he's like, who? And she says, I yeah. don't know. Send him to see Johnny Cash. That was so strange. I don't understand. What is it? Because of the 
think it's the whole full prison thing, and then he like shot oh, Reno and Washington. Shit, die. that's right. That's so my. Johnny that's, Cash would oh, kill him. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That's really dumb that I didn't get that. Cause that's one of my favorite albums, and I actually want it on vinyl, and I don't have it. But that's hilarious. <laughs> but I'm like, Write wait, what? Down future Christmas. No, shush your face. I don't know. Yeah. Stop it. Um, um, no, you send me enough things. <laughs> so Anthony is really upset, yeah. and he doesn't know what to do. So he's gonna go see his parole officer. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo, on his way out, asks him, basically, you know, what did he do? Which is like, you know, why was he in prison? Yeah, don't And Anthony says, that. basically, he cut a man's head off. That's some mm-hmm. hardcore shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't just kill <laughs> like, a man. He cut his head off. Like, how, oof, that takes effort. Yes. And like, um, plot head and, and strength. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. So then we cut to JD coming in with all of the um, Shively and um, Shackleford kids, all five of them. It's a cute little. They were gonna hyphenate their names. I'm sorry, I'm like moved away from my desk for a minute. (laughs) Uh, If they were gonna hyphenate their names, it'd be kind of cute. I know they're so cute. And Charlene gives the little one suckers, which is really sweet. Yeah. And then they go for their weekend away. And then, or they're getting ready to go. And Julia's really cute. She comes over and she's like, y'all are going to have the best time. You know, the zoo and the art museum. And the little one, Hannah, says that she's already been to the zoo. And Quinn There's Punky out, Brewster, by the way. She is! I was like, well, I don't know this kid. Yeah. That's why. Good job. Good That's eye. why. Oh, and, thanks, buddy. Yeah. And Quint says he hates the museum. Mm-hmm. And the other little boy... It's in my notes later. The other little boy says he doesn't even know what the museum is. Mm-hmm. And JD's like, fine, whatever. Y'all can stay in the room and brush up on the hotel rules while your mom and I go out. <laughs> uh, funny. And uh, so they, they talk. They mention being worried or whatever. And the girls are like, why? And JD says, well, there's five of them. And there's only two of us. The power could shift. And Mary Jo says, we could be taken hostage. Yep. Yep. So wait, am I wrong? Is she not Punky Brewster? Is she wait, hold on. She... I'm wrong. She oh. is the Torkelson daughter. Torkelsons. So sorry. Everything I was like, where I know her from? Around. That's where I'm from. Yes, Torkelson. Because I was like, wait, she was on Quantum Leap. That's Quantum hilarious. Leap. With Quantum Leap, Everyone but yeah, sorry, she was Torkelson. Yeah, that's what happens. It's got to be some kind of weird connection. But yeah, I'm sorry, Torkelsons. Who? What was? What does Punky Brewster look like now? Then I don't know. That's weird. I'm gonna look her up. <laughs> <laughs> like um, there must be something similar to their faces when they're little. I no, think she is what it look is. Very similar. She's got the, the that... long dark hair and the cute and like little, a freckles, like, little face. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not nuts. Okay. Good. Thanks. So <laughs> later, they're all just like waiting around. They're kind of worried about Anthony, and they don't yeah. really know what to do. So Julia says, "You know, why don't I take Charlene and Suzanne out to dinner, get their minds off of it, whatever." And then just yeah. as they're getting ready to go, Anthony comes in, and he finds out that T. Tommy Reed just got paroled. And he's been calling everybody he was in prison with. But the good news is that he never actually showed up to see anybody in person. So he thinks uh, he's off the hook. He's like super relieved. Yep. And then all of a nope. sudden there's a really strong knock at the door and ominous music. Mm. <laughs> and everyone just kind of uh, stops. Yes. Yeah. And Julia says, you know, Anthony, you at the door. Uh, we'll tidy up. And they all start <laughs> bolting for the storeroom. <laughs> Awkward. And he opens the door, and it is indeed T. Tommy. T. Tommy Reed. T. Tommy Reed. And poor Anthony, yeah. he is terrified oh, and has man. this like, his face. smile that's like from a horror movie on his face. Mm-hmm. And he's stuttering. He's so nervous. Mm-hmm. And so 
they're sitting on the couch. Two Tommy Reed is on one of the couch. Um, Anthony is in the adjacent chair, and all the ladies, all three of the remaining ladies, are huddled yes. on one little corner of the other yep. end of the couch. Yep. And T. Tommy says he knew it was Anthony on the phone, and Anthony apologizes, and he's like, ah, I thought you were the IRS. Mm-hmm. And T. Tommy says, no, you know, you were always really good at all those impressions. The voices, yeah. In in prison, so I knew it was you joking around, and he says that he's trying to relocate, and Anthony just, without any provocation, is like, well, you can just have my apartment. I don't want any more. Yeah. Let me find my keys. What in the world? What? He's terrified of this man. And T-Town, he's like, no, 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 I'm staying on a hotel, I'm on an expense account, yeah. I've got friends who believe in me. He's, like, really excited. And uh, Julia points out that, you know, well, it's closing time, and we have an appointment, so you need to go. Yeah. And T-Town, uh, using his book skills, says, I hope you'll forgive the intrusion of my bodacious and highly unorthodox visit. Oh, of course you wrote it down. I'm so proud. <laughs> and Anthony <laughs> says, oh, you know, it looks like you've been reading that dictionary again. And T. Tommy says, it's <laughs> not something I like pointed out while I'm actually trying to use the new words. I mean, good point, bro. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Keep it. Keep it chill. Keep it chill. Anthony. Says, Anthony. Sorry, I did not know. <laughs> oh, God. And then he continues his foray into the dictionary and says, may I say that you three finely chiseled replicas of exquisite female <laughs> pulchritude, and I am deeply humbled by your grace and beauty and will treasure our few brief moments together while he's kissing each of their hands. It's too much. It's too much. It's way too much. I know people like to say words so they sound smarter. I don't think it makes you sound smart. I think it just makes you sound like pretentious half the time. Yeah. yeah like use one big word in a sentence, not eight. Um, don't use any. Just get over your damn self. <laughs> This is someone in grad school. So I'm like, you know, like, no, no. <laughs> and Julia asks him if he's moving to Atlanta. And he says, yes, I'm opening a gift boutique where I can sell the finer items I came to love in prison. I kind which... of like this about this character. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's like this cool thing for him to have. Uh, yeah. Wedgwood China, Partizi sheets, Belgian lace, fine porcelain, porcelain, worse. Yeah. Uh, l- lilac, lilac. Crystal? I can't say that. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know um, it. And Suzanne says, you had all that stuff in prison? And he says, no, I checked out the books and they just had the pictures in them. I think that's so sweet. And this is where Charlene says he should do a commercial for the ALA. If ever a guy's life was affected by reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Julia interrupts her and says, we have to go. And T. Tommy invites Anthony to dinner. And Anthony says he had an appointment. And it, and T. Tommy's like, oh, what was it? And he's like, nothing, just some surgery. I can cancel that. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some surgery. And, and he's like, good. And like puts his arm yeah. around him. Like, oh, and okay. he's like, I love this guy. Maybe that's why I picked him out of the, all the guys I know to be my business partner. And then oh, and the face nervous laughing again. And it's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to the hotel with JD and Mary Jo. And they went to the museum today and they're trying to talk it up to the kids. Mm-hmm. And his name is Rex. Poor kids. But in my notes, he was dude kid. Would rather Aww. go to the football game. Oh. And Mary Jo's like, oh, maybe. He's really dude kid. He's kind of. He really is dude kid, though. He's really dude kid. (laughs) And Mary Jo says, you know, we could go see a movie, Benji the Hunted or The Princess Bride. Oh, The Princess Bride! Bride. And little girl Hannah wants to go see Dirty Dancing. That cracked my ass up. I also want to go see Dirty Dancing. Let's go. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you see when you were like nine? You wouldn't. I did. My best friend growing up was like talking about it when we were seriously like eight or nine. I'm like, what is this you're talking about? And she was like, what? 
and then she had the I VHS think, and we watched it. I think it. little kids didn't get no, the sex no, 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 of it. No. I think they just liked the music and like the whatever. Because I had a, a friend that was like that too. She liked it a lot. It was like her favorite growing up from like the age of probably nine. And I, yeah. I never got it. I was not that kid. <laughs> so. Yeah, like if we like watching it now, I was like, we should not have been watching that when we were nine. But oh no, like great. a lot of things, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um. So JD says Benji is a family movie and this is a family outing and yeah. Dude Kid aka Rex says too bad it's not our family. Mm-hmm. Stop being a brat. Mm. And uh JD teenagers. says well, you teenagers, you just lost your movie vote. Get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was like, "Great." And he's like, "Hey, yo, remember me, the guy who has your allowance in his pocket?" Yes. I like that line. And Mary Jo says, you know, it's settled. They're going to see Benji and the little one, Hannah, who has a major attitude for such a tiny person, says, oh, great. I, I knew yeah. I'd go see whatever you wanted because you'll make us just like you made oh us come on this family outing, which God. is not fun at all. Wow. They're so bratty. Like, wow. <laughs> I don't want to say no kids, but I'm thinking no not these kids. Hashtag not these kids. <laughs> That's all I know. Not these bitches. And so Jay's like, good. You can go into the other room. And she's like, great. And he's like, I don't know. I just, I punish them and they like it. I must be doing something uh-huh. wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, at least the little ones are getting along. Quint and Bert. Yeah. Bert, oh, God, that little kid. The one who, what was he doing? He was like picking his nose last time. Yes. And like something. He's so cute. And they were getting along so well. And then Quint starts screaming and crying. And he's like, Bert, yeah. Bert put ice down my pants. And he's like, oh, Quint did first. Yeah. And Quinn's like, you better shut up. And then Bert calls him a bird do head. That is hilarious. And that is the <laughs> remaining theme of this episode. Yeah. The motif of this episode is bird do head. Yes. And JD is outraged. He's like, I don't, I've never heard him say this before. I don't know where this is coming from. Yeah. Since, you know, since when do we call people names like that? And he, JD has had enough and he's like, we're going to sit around like a family and go to a movie and have fun. And if we don't have fun, you guys are going to live to regret it. Mm-hmm. And then Bert calls Quint a bird do head again before he exits oh my the God. scene. Quint is a very cute little kid. He looks he a lot a like little him kid. He does yeah. not need weights. No, he does not need weights. <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone with the weights. Leave him alone with the weights. So then we cut back to Anthony and T. Tommy Reed. And he's trying to explain his job. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm in distribution. They have the things and I deliver the things. Yeah. And Tommy's trying to tell him, you know, you don't have to be ashamed around me. I know how hard it is. And that's why I'm determined to make a go of it. And that's why I picked you. You know, you're classy and you have style. He's like, I knew it the first time I saw you dance. You put your whole heart into it. (sighs) That's cute. And then he says, you know, you probably heard that story about how I cut a man's head off. Oh my God. And he says, hey, man, these things happen. He probably deserved it. <laughs> these things happen. You know, what did he do? Uh-huh. And he told yeah. me, he's like, he betrayed me in the worst way possible. And he let me down, which is doing nothing for Anthony being able to turn him down mm-hmm. for this job mm-hmm. he doesn't want. Mm-hmm. T. Tommy thinks he can trust Anthony. And he's like, otherwise, why would I have a check for $50,000 in my pocket? Yep. I want you to manage my store. And, uh... So they're eating. We find out this as Anthony's like, excuse me for a minute, has to go to the bathroom because he's like hyperventilating. Yes. And he passes Mary Jo and JD's table. So T. Tommy is staying at the same hotel that Mary Jo and JD and the kids are staying at. And then we get to their dinner 
and Quint wants PB and J. I actually missed that. I'm glad that you told me. I was like, why are they in the same restaurant? Yeah, I, I could like, figure it out because he was talking about having an yeah. expense account. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Got it. And Quint wants PB and J for dinner, and Mary Jo says he should try something different. And he's like, okay, just plain peanut butter then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, JD's like, "Oh, Claudia and Rex are sharing a menu." And Rex says, "We have to. You took mine." Yeah. And JD says, "Are you having that? You are you finding that you have things in common?" And they're both like, "No." At the same time, uh, Quint and Bert are still arguing. Bert Duhead is bantered around a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, Quint screaming, "I hate his guts!" is thrown mm-hmm. out there. And JD's like lost it. He's done. Well, he says like there's not going to be. He's like there's not going to be a waitress because who would want to come? He's like nobody wants to come near this table, and who can blame them? We are accompanied by five obnoxious children who hate each other and hate us for bringing them here. Yeah. And then about this time, Anthony comes back by, and Mary Jo speaks, and he doesn't speak, but he drops a note on the table that just says help. So funny. (laughs) I was like, why did he not even say hey? What's going on? Oh, that's why. And then we go to the next day, Sugar Bakers. And uh, Suzanne thinks that Anthony should consider T. Tommy's offer. And Anthony's like, but I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to be business partners. And then Mary Jo comes in and she's grinning a little too widely. Uh huh. Because <laughs> she's made an escape. <laughs> she, yeah. She's like, the kids in JD are at the indoor pool. And I just thought I'd come in and get some work done. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And then her facade kind of starts falling, but she's still smiling. And she's talking about how the kids hate it. And then she asks Anthony about T. Tommy and Charlene gives her the whole rundown. She's like, well, he's got two choices. He can let T. Tommy down easy or go into business with him and try not to take him off. Yeah. She's like, that's really good, Charlene. Have you ever thought about being a golf announcer? Oh, my God. I just love the way she does. It's like they're really she is like whispering it to her and like catching up on it. It's so cute. And Anthony said that there's only one thing left to do. He's going to leave the country and become a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And Julia kind of comes in with like the theme of this whole episode of the two, the A story and the B story. Uh-huh. And she says, you know, oftentimes it's the anticipation of something terrible that's actually worse than the event itself. Yeah. And Charlene says, I don't know, Julia. I think in your head actually cut off is worse than anticipating it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so T. Tommy comes in. Anthony's fake excitement comes back and he's he's so funny about nervously laughing because he gets nervous and then he cackles out loud and like loses his mind and Julia steps in for him because he can't speak and she says you know the answer is no Anthony does not want to go into business to you for with you for personal reasons Mm -hmm. and T Tommy asks why and Julia says well they're personal reasons he doesn't have to tell you yeah and it's here that Anthony takes over and you know, he just doesn't want to do this. He can't. And um, he says, you know, these ladies believe in me, too, just like your friends believe in you. And I have a chance here for advancement. Right. And Julie's like, right. Immediately. Yeah. And Anthony says, you know, if you're going to kill me, just go ahead and do it. Um, but don't do it on the rug because I just shampooed it. <laughs> and T. Tommy kind of gets a little teary eyed and he's very touched. Yeah. And he says that, you know. This is the kind of loyalty that I'm looking for. And, I, you yeah. know, I don't want to mess, mess up what you got going here. And Charlene starts blubbering. And she's like, that's so sweet. Of course. Of course and, she did. I knew, I just knew she was going to be, like, the big old heart in this episode. Mm-hmm. I was actually worried that she was going to be, like, attracted to him. Right? I'm glad. Because of her past. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, he wishes them luck. And he's like, you know, stay in touch. Here's my card if you ever change your mind. And uh, one more, Anthony says one more thing, just out of curiosity, that guy that you killed, 
what did he do? Yeah. And T. Tommy says he turned me down twice. Um, okay. And he's like, <laughs> got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And um, uh, Anthony's like, I understand. And so after he leaves, Anthony starts his nervous cackling again. Um, and then we go back to the hotel and there's a family conference with JD and Mary Jo and all the kids. Uh, Claudia's being bratty. She wants to go roll her hair. Oh my god! Funny note: I put roll her head. <laughs> oh oh, hello. Well, that we were different. talking about heads a lot. We were being heads. Heads will roll. <laughs> and Mary Jo points out Julia's uh, remark from earlier, and she's like, "Well, maybe just like the anticipation of things being worse than the actual event, like the things being better, things can be not as good as we anticipate them to be." And the little yeah. one's like Hannah is like, "Is this a riddle?" She's like, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, she says, no, but, you know, your dad and I have just been anticipating this weekend for so long. And because we love each other, we want you all to love each other. But we forgot that you don't really know each other. And we've been trying so hard to make sure that everyone puts their best foot forward that we haven't really considered what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And what we should do is get to know each other. And, so, yes. you know, warts and all. And J-Dude's like, I don't yeah. know. Some of these warts have been coming out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes. Mary Jo's like, so everybody can do whatever they want to do right now, free time, for like an hour. Which, so, why didn't they just let them do that to begin with? I don't know. Then we wouldn't be here. They're know. like, oh, yeah, but it's like they're forcing it. I guess that's the part. It's a sitcom. It is a sitcom. <laughs> and so J.D. Yeah. gives them all money and tells them to go downstairs and play at the arcade. And Hannah says, yeah. oh, I get it. You're going to kiss. Oh, my God, cute. And J.D. says, don't be silly. We can't do that stuff. We're parents. Mm-hmm. So he sends them downstairs. And then, like, Mary Jo relaxes back on the couch. And J.D., like, jumps over the couch and lays on top of her. And they're really cute. And they start making out. So cute. And he says, you think she's a sexy mom? And then the kids bust back in. And Hannah says, Yeah, of course. I told you. Yep. And that's where we end. All right. Oh, cuties. Yeah. It was kind of it was a fun episode. Just kind of chill, you know. Yeah. Not too bad. Did you have a favorite outfit this episode? I only picked one. Oh, good. Do it. I'm still having to okay. find a picture of mine uh, anyway. Oh, shit. I didn't take a picture. But I remember what it looks like. Um, I really liked Mary Jo's blue dress from, like, the first scene mm-hmm. with her. Now, is that one of the ones you picked? Nope. Oh, cool. Yes, good. Yes. Okay. Uh, Which was in the first scene. It's her It's her t- kind of typical, like, look where she's got, like, a long dress and there's, like, a big old belt or you know cummerbund or bun i always say cummerbund um in the middle um but really i just love that it's got like the the um uh gathering at the bottom kind of like big long ruffles mm-hmm. you know and she's got red shoes but they're not the the red shoes not we've seen before shoes, yeah no but it's just i lo- just love the look it's just like a it's like got a good long skirt it looks kind of guess probably maybe cotton comfortable um and she looks bomb in it I don't know why, why I never say that and whatever. <laughs> we'll see if it it's continues. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it just, she was just, she was, she was wearing that dress and I liked it. Um, so, and she looks so cute when all the kids come in and stuff. And yeah, what was your favorite outfit? So my favorite was also from the first scene, but it uh-huh. was Charlene's outfit. Oh, <gasps> that was going to be my second actually Aww, choice. I think I, I, I was really drawn to that one too. Yeah. So she's got on this, it's a dress. But it's yeah. um, like two tones. So the sleeves are black, yeah. and the main part is purple. And she's got yeah. a huge ass brooch and a huge ass. Yes. Brooch. Yeah. And a little watch. Um, and as it goes down her torso, the purple part kind of does like a little. It's like a shape. Thing. It's almost like, like a, a yeah, yeah. Black on the sides. 
Ah, it's so good. I, I was, I was like, I could wear the shit out of that dress. You could totally <laughs> wear the shit out of that dress. It's a good dress. Yeah, when I was looking at it, and it, it goes so well with her like build and stuff. It fits her very well. And yep. yeah, oh man, so fun. So fun. Okay, so, that's our episode, guys. So yeah, jeez, I'm so excited. Such an exciting conversation tonight, too. It was. We had a good conversation. And Thanks guess what, guys? Me. Oh wait, I wanted to tell them that like we're gonna have some some episodes together coming up. We, we think. Yeah, we're so that's. Out, yeah, just like well, no, but it's at least, they'll. I'll be in North Carolina. Oh yeah. So at least this summer there'll yes. be some episodes together, and there may be some this spring. Yes. So, yeah. Find us on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest, uh, iTunes. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. It helps our ratings. And such. thank you for everyone who has rated us and who's yes. following us on all the things and sends us whatever. And yeah. guys are great. You are the best. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank see you, you. next, we'll see you next week. Talk. Why do we always say see you? Don't, don't see, see them. Talk here. Not really. <laughs> talk. We'll talk at you next week. We'll talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. Just need to know. I, I know, myself. I know, it's beautiful. It's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can actually sing, but not on this podcast. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. <laughs>